I hope you're having a blessed Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom if you're still in that part of the world. It's the end of Sabbath here in Israel and it has been such a refreshing day, a day of rest. What a blessing. Isn't it great to enter into his rest? You know, sometimes I think back to all the days of the past, you know, in ministry and I used to think, well, you know, uh, Monday is my day of rest, but Monday, it was there was no such thing as a day of rest, you know. It wasn't until I started walking in uh, the Torah and living in the land and realizing, you know what, we are meant to be keeping the Sabbath. And, you know, some people say, well, you know, it's all right for you. You're living in Israel. You know, it must be so easy to keep the Sabbath in Israel. Well, you know, maybe one day when you get to visit here, you will see that on a Saturday, on the Sabbath, especially when all the tour buses are gone, all those buses are ripping around all over the place. There's stores open for the tourists. Um, you know, there's areas that are on shutdown, but the rest of the place is still buzzing and still moving. So even in Israel, a lot of people don't enter into the Sabbath rest. So it doesn't matter where we are in the world. We want to follow the commandments of Yehovah. And the fourth commandment is to do what? Is to remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. Hallelujah. So what takes place in our lives if we observe the Sabbath? It's so, you know, look, you know, this is not religion. This is such an important part of our walk to remember the Sabbath because the Israelites were tested in these things in the wilderness it wasn't a new command, even in the, the Big Ten. It was remember the Sabbath. There's more written about the Sabbath than any other uh, of the Ten Commandments. So we want to keep the Sabbath. And, you know, as we share time and time again, what's so important about the Sabbath? It's an appointed time in the presence of Yehovah. So did you have time in his presence? Are you drawing near to press into him, to receive from him. And I want to encourage you, you know, uh, stand the test of times. Uh, take time aside each week to rest. And, uh, you know, you you might be thinking, oh, man, I wish I was in Israel to do Sabbath. Well, I wish I was in other parts of the world doing Sunday. <laughs> because Sunday's the first day of the week here. All the banks are open. Everyone's uh, calling you up. It's full speed ahead business here in the land of Israel. So all you people who have the Saturday Sabbath in America, you also get Sunday. You get two days, yeah? <laughs> Some of you work on the Sunday. I do know that as well. Anyway, it's the first day of the week. Hallelujah. All right. So, oh, we've got some people joining here. We've got Judy. Shalom. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. Um, where are you, Judy? Are you in the UK? Uh, maybe not. Uh, we've got June. Uh, welcome, June. Good to see you. Um, hallelujah. We've got Brenda Hooks. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining with us. Good to see you. Awesome. Thank you, Father. Okay. So I think we're pretty much getting there. I think I'm finished pressing all the little buttons I've got to press. Um, if I can get the buttons to work. Here we go. So we're just going to get ready to pray. Keith. Hey, Keith. How's it going? Good to see you, brother. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. Okay. Hit that there to refresh so we can see what's going on. That's working there. We've got Joseph uh, in South Carolina. Welcome, Joseph. We've got Deborah 
in Texas. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Ralph in Phoenix, Arizona in the UK. Tony is joining us um, in Texas. Good to see you, Tony. All right. Isn't it great to come together and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? So anyway, here we are. What are we doing? You know, each step we go through each week, you know, sometimes we've got things happening each day. Sometimes the Father says, you know, I want to, I want you to stay on this point and press in. So in the midst of our devotional times, you know, sometimes we have a series that's going on. And these uh, past few days, I've just felt the importance is strong enough. We are strong enough. And so many people are are suffering. They feel like they're so weak. And, you know, the word I got today as I was really pressing in, uh, you know, for this word t- tonight and the, and the time that we're spending together, it's this word, rise up. Rise up. You know, no one can get you up. You've got to get yourself up. Hallelujah. We've got to rise up and recognize that our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. We have got to come into the presence. And even if you're sick, even if you're fatigued, even if you're, you feel like the whole world's coming against you, our focus today is that you are strong enough in the Messiah. You might not be strong enough in the flesh, but, you know, I loved what we shared on uh, on uh, 1 Corinthians yesterday. Um, <laughs> I'll just go there and share that word because, you know, it's so important. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, I think it is. <sighs> Where are we at? Uh, yeah, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 is what we shared on yesterday. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. You know, isn't it amazing how the devil just wants to isolate you into that little corner and you think you're the only person going through it? You know, you look on Facebook and social media, it's like, oh, wow, look at their awesome life. Look at all the things they're going through. And there's poor old you or poor old me. We're sitting in the corner going through trials, tribulations, difficult times but here's the reality you know behind those nice smiley faces and those pictures and those great experiences of what you see on Facebook many people are facing challenges many people are going through tough times and you know we want to be able to stand together and that's what we're doing daily so if you're just joining with us every single day we come on and we spend time in devotion we don't know what time we're going to come on you know because we just want to be led by the Ruach HaKodesh. We want to be led by the Spirit. You know, this is not a, a chore. It's about flowing in the things of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And Elohim is faithful. And these are things that we have to establish. You know, we have to establish that there's many people going through the things we're going through. And I want to tell you, there's people who have broke through on the things that you're going through. You know, I was sharing with a friend just the other day who is really dealing with heart issues. And, um, you know, her response uh, to me was, you know, uh, you know, just thank you for, for sharing because you're a survivor of overcoming difficulties with the heart. And it gives encouragement. We have a testimony of overcoming 
And if we can get to the place and recognize that you are strong enough, even in the midst of the things that you face, you have a testimony. There is something that's happened in your life where you have seen Yehovah move on behalf of you. You know, and sometimes we've got to look back at those testimonies. And if you can't find a testimony in the area, in the midst of the stress and the things that you are facing, then we can go to the scriptures and read the testimony of so many people of what they have gone through in life. And you know, one of the things I love about the scriptures, you know, lift up your Bible. What do I love about the scriptures? It doesn't hide the flaws. It doesn't hide the difficulties. You know, it doesn't hide the problems. You know, you know, you think Moses was sitting back all happy when he knows that in the Torah, it's going to say that he is not allowed to enter the land because he disobeyed. He tampered with the prophetic sign. You know? He struck the rock instead of speaking to the rock. Oh, that's it. You're not entering in. You know, how do you think he feels about that? Not being written up in the, in the Torah as the one of breakthrough, taking the children of Elohim into the land. But the Father has a purpose. He has a purpose in Mount Transfiguration or at the the open vision of the transfiguration guess what who was there moshe he was standing in the land with the messiah hallelujah so you might not enter in at a point but you know we have eternity before us and we we <laughs> we win in the end so you know enjoy the shabbat learn how to rest in him and get to the place where we understand elohim God is faithful. These things, you know, these these can't change. The faithfulness of God cannot change. It is permanent. He is faithful. So when the devil comes along, well, you know, you know, you, you think Yehovah loves you. You think he cares about He doesn't care about you. Look at your filthy rags. Look at you. Look at what you've been through. Look at all the mistakes you've made. And this is what the enemy does. He wants to rehearse, remind you, pull you down, break you. You know, he wants you to get to the place where, ah, uh, you know, no one else is going through all the things you're going through. You know, this is just you going through this. There must be sin in your life. There must be a problem in your life. Or why would you be facing all those things? You know, Job's uh, accusers, you know, you know, you think you're so great, Job. You know, look at all the things that's going on. Look at the tragedy. You know, you must have done all these terrible things to get into this place. Maybe not. Maybe just the enemy wants to take you out. And if we are walking in the spirit and living in the light and, and setting our face like a flint to make a difference for the gospel of the kingdom for this day, you are going to face persecution. You are going to face attack. So it's okay. So stop looking at these things and trying to analyze them from the wrong position. And let's align ourselves in the right place. I think it was Esther yesterday uh, shared on the the face uh, on the message feed, you know, about lifting up your eyes to the mountains. Where does your hope come from? My hope comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. What a powerful scripture in the Psalms. We've got to proclaim his word, proclaim his name. So in the midst of this Sabbath, in the midst of this rest, come on, let your Sabbath go as long as possible. You know, stretch it out as long as you can. We're into the evening here, and I'm still enjoying being in the Sabbath, being in the Word, lifting up His name, <laughs> proclaiming His name. So what do we know? No temptation has seized you. It's common. 
it's you know look that that's a relief for someone right now you just thought you were all special under this attack because you know of your wickedness you know these temptations these things that come against you they're common god is faithful number two he is faithful you must establish this within your heart right now You've got to get to that place. If you doubt the faithfulness of God, how do you trust him in the midst of the storm? If you don't fix your eyes on Yeshua, you're going to be like Peter sinking in the water. And maybe right now you're sinking in the water. Then the word for you is reach out your hand to the living Savior. Say, come on, reach out and say, Yeshua, I'm calling on your name. I'm calling on your name for deliverance. I'm calling on your name. Why? Because you are strong enough. You're strong enough. (laughs) Because you are born again of the Spirit. You're not living in the flesh. You're living life in the Spirit. Hallelujah. (laughs) You know, we just have to have a praise party. We just have to rejoice in what the Father is doing in the midst of this. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. He knows. He wrote the manual. (laughs) How many times do we think we're in a situation that we can't handle? I can't take it. Another day of this. Why am I, you know, why am I going through this? Am I going to make it through the other side? Guess what? Just have a look back behind you. You're still here. You're still here. The battles of yesteryear, they're gone. Yep, there's new battles here today. I understand. (laughs) But you're still here, hallelujah. And we're going to stand upon his promise. (laughs) We're going to proclaim his promise. He is faithful. These temptations, they're just common to man. And the Father says you will not be tempted beyond what you can bear. You can have confidence in his presence. Oh, I think I'm getting into a breach here right now. We can be confident in his presence. We can bear it. Hallelujah. And then here comes the portion of this this incredible revelation that, uh, you know, is enough to drive you crazy until you understand what it really means. But when you are tempted, oh, God, when you are te- why can't it say, and God will protect you from all forms of temptation? Lead us not into temptation. You know, this is what, what the, the Lord's prayer is. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and lead us not into temptation. Okay, but when those temptations come, okay, what does it say in this scripture? But when you are tempted... He will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. That's the deliverance that we see in the Lord's Prayer. Hallelujah. He'll give you the ability to stand (coughs) up under it. So, you know, when we look at that, you know, what do you think that means um, to stand up under it? You know, it's not necessarily a relief, but it's the power to be able to bear the testing. We need the power to be able to bear the testing. We need the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. We need his manifestation. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Again, we're getting to this common stuff. No temptation has seized you except what's common. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given 
for the common good. Listen, his power is available to you today. His power is here for you. It's here for me today. We are not going to walk by our ability, but we're going to walk in the power of Yahovah. Hallelujah. What a blessing it is to stand in his presence. Yes. Hallelujah. Man, I tell you, I'm getting blessed here, you know. In the midst of the storm, guess what? You and I, we are strong enough. We're strong enough. So, Father, we want to thank you for this time. We thank you for your word. We thank you that your word is alive. And we ask, Father, for a mighty move of your spirit within our lives today. May you give us fresh revelation. What's the word that we have to stand on today? What is the word that we need to get hold of today? I want you to turn in your scriptures. How am I going to mark this page? Um, Turn in your scriptures to the book of Isaiah, chapter 60. Thank you, Father, for your word. Hallelujah. It says in verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of Yehovah rises upon you. Arise, shine, for your light has come. Now, you know, I want us to get to the place where we, we rise up. You know, you've got to make a decision. You know, the Father doesn't take away your free will. He gives you the ability to choose. Choose this day whom you will serve. Choose whom you will serve. So our focus right now in these last few days is spiritual warfare and overcoming in the midst of the battle. What is the keys of the Spirit? What's the keys? What's it going to take for you and I to break through in the midst of the battle? We don't want to sit back, but we want to rise up and be everything that the Father has called us to be. Thank you, Father. So if we go back to the Torah, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 20. You've been encouraged? Are you enjoying this so far? You know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're just warming up, yeah? We're just warming up. In the midst of warfare, we have the victor living in us. Hallelujah. I want you to be charged up in the presence. You know, I'm telling you, just one word from the Holy Spirit, it changes everything. One word, you know, and look at what we're doing. You know, we spend, you know, 40 minutes, an hour in the scriptures every day. But just one word will change everything. And the whole foundation of what we are doing in devotion is to get to the place where together we are rising up and inquiring of Yehovah. You know, how... how um, what, what desire do you have each day? Do you desire to be in His presence? Do you desire to look in His face? Do you want to look upon the one whom was pierced for you? And give glory that you have salvation. That the salvation of Israel is here. The salvation of the world is found in the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach. He came, Yeshua of Nazareth. He paid the price. He fulfilled so many testimonies. And here in the land of Israel, many people are hidden from the the word they're hidden from who the messiah is because you know you, you go to the talmud and and other writings you know you will find that they badmouth yeshua of nazareth oh he's the one who started a new religion 
And, you know, Christianity has a lot to be accountable for. We've got to rise up and start dealing with where they're changing the scriptures to disconnect us from our roots and from who we are. If you are born of the Spirit, you are grafted in to the commonwealth of Israel. You are Israel. You cannot be a Gentile Christian. And if you're watching right now and you think that you're happy being a Gentile Christian, listen, I was there before. Thank you, Father, for revealing the truth to me and showing me who you are and the purpose of walking in the call of Yehovah. So, you know, what I want to do is I want us to just read a few scriptures concerning warfare and the stand. And I want us to keep getting to the place today where we proclaim this. And, you know, maybe you need to write this on your refrigerator, on your computer or whatever, you know, as your screenshot on your on your cell phone. I am strong enough in Messiah. You know, it, procrastination, it doesn't get you anywhere. You know, and look, hey, come on. I'm speaking to all you creative people that are watching right now. You know, you know, there's something about procrastination that helps us in development. You know, we can't do things until that anointing hits. And then when that anointing hits, all of a sudden, boom, we can move forward. But if you get into the habit where you're always procrastinating, if you get into that habit where your time is just being stolen from you, you've got to harness the opportunity of the day. You have been given this hour. You've been given this moment. How are you spending it? Are you spending it for the purpose of of bringing the kingdom to this generation? Are you spending it to know more about who Yeshua is? You know, look, it's important to rest. And, you know, I'm not telling you to be so driven that you can't have a life. But let's organize our days and our lifestyle to be surrounded by the presence of Yehovah. God, I need you. Every day I need you. Every moment I need you. We have got to get to the place where we recognize who he is and how much we need him. So in the midst of warfare, what are some of the key things that we have to understand? You know, we have to understand that the Father is with us. You know, what did we just read in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 10? That, that God is faithful. He is faithful. So in Deuteronomy chapter 20 verse 1, it says, When you go to war against your enemies and you see horses and chariots, and an army that's greater than yours, <laughs> don't be afraid of them. <laughs> Why? Because Yehovah your Elohim, the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, will be with you. So God is faithful <laughs> and God is with you. Why? Because he's done it before and he can do it again. Oh, the army, oh, my enemies, oh, the attack, the things I'm going through that I can't take. You know, it's so big, it's so strong. You know, I can't get over it. You know, the reverse of the song. My God is so big, so strong and so powerful. There's nothing that I cannot do. We are strong enough in him. When you look back and you see what the Father has done, what he has done, how he protects his people, how he cares for you. You got a testimony? Has God given you a word? Is he 
Is he spoken into your life? Has he given you breakthrough in the past? Are you have you survived? Have you got through the impossible? You know, can you look back to the miracles in your life? Can you look back at the miracles in other people's lives? Hey, listen, you can look right back to Egypt. That's why we do Pesach, is to remember and to go over everything that happened at Passover. Hallelujah. What an incredible God. The gospel, the good news, is that he delivered his people from the strongest nation by the hand, by the arm, the hand of Yehovah. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. So what are you facing? You think you can't get through this? You think that what you're facing is something that you can't break through? I've got word for you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You are what? Strong enough we are strong enough to get through this we are not called to walk in the place of fear you know we've got to rise up and you know i just want you know i hope you're being encouraged right now because listen in the midst of this shutdown in the midst of everything that's happening life is not easy right now you know i don't know about you maybe you're sitting back and you're just chilling out on your pension and everything's fine then praise Yehovah, that's great. But, uh, you know, for so many of us, you know, we're pressed up against the wall because of this shutdown and all the things that's happening. And then you have the assignments of the enemy on top of it. And what's the enemy seeking to do? He wants to get to the place where he will steal, kill, and destroy. And what have we got to do? We've got to stand our ground in Yeshua. This is the day of victory. This is the day, <laughs> you know, look. You want to spend all your time dealing with theology and trying to work out who's right and who's wrong and blah, blah, blah? Or are we going to just rise up and overcome and be effective for the kingdom? Yes, it's good to understand. Yes, it's good. But if you spend your entire life studying and you're not doing the word, you know, what do we have? Great information, great knowledge, but we've never applied it. We want to apply the word. And what greater place to apply the word than in the midst of the storm? This is the place where your testimony comes from. You know, it's not just, a, you know, how do I witness? How do I share faith? Let me tell you something. You go through the storm, you come out the other side. You've got what? The blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Hallelujah. <laughs> You know, I shared last night about the attacks and the things that's happening to the ministry right now uh, through our credit card process system. And, you know, you know, I, I shared last night. You go watch it if you didn't see it. I just talked about, you know, sometimes you feel like, oh, God. You know, I'm talking about being strong enough. I'm talking about spiritual warfare. And, you know, I know we're facing things, but why is it the enemy? He doesn't just throw one missile at you. He doesn't just throw two. Man, he wants to fire so many missiles at you that your air defense system and the Holy Spirit uh, that's intercepting the assignments of the enemy, just maybe one will get through and destroy you and, and, and cause fatalities. Just one to wreck your character. Just one to ruin your life. And we just stand in the name of Yeshua and we proclaim that, that he is strong enough. And, you know, sometimes the pressure of all these things, and that's why I shared on no temptation has seized you and that he will give you the power to stand up under it from 1 Corinthians 10. 
I shared that because, man, I felt the pressure yesterday. I'm like, come on, Father. I just want to break through in these things so we can get on with the work of ministry. Why have we got to spend so much time in battle? And listen, you know, we don't have the answer, but one thing we can do, we can trust the Father. Okay, so you're in this battle. Why are you facing rejection? Why are you facing so many assignments? You know, why are people mistreating you? Why don't people understand you? Why are you losing friendships? You know, what are you going through? What's your situation? Why is the enemy attacking your finances? Why are people discrediting you and, and speaking uh, bad of you? Why are people pulling you down instead of lifting you up? Come on. You know, what are you going through? What are you going through? Why does my job have to end in the midst of COVID-19 when other people are getting back to work? What are you going through? Come on. Let's lay the foundation of what the Holy Spirit is saying and let's recognize that it is time for us to, to, to just make a decision. You know, I am not going to be afraid of the assignments of the enemy. I'm not going to live in fear. And in Second Chronicles chapter 20, I just want to uh, um, read. Um, what do I want to read? I don't know what I want to read. I'm just trying to get on with the word here. And <laughs> Good jumping Jehoshaphat. Eh? He said, verse uh, 15. Okay, Second Chron Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah... And Jerusalem, this is what Yahovah says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Oh, come on. When these things hit and you feel the pressure and you put your hands in your head and you're like, oh, can my eyeballs take this? Can my body stand up in the midst of it? Well, we know what the scripture says. The Father says, you will not be tempted beyond what you can bear. And you might think, I can't take this anymore. But yes, you can in Yeshua's name. Yes, you can. <laughs> Bob the Builder, <laughs> can he fix it? Yes, he can. We are in the Spirit. Come on. Yes, he can. He can break us through. And isn't it amazing what it says here? You know, in the place of being afraid, it links the word discouraged. I was just hoping we're going to move into a new level. I was hoping that the breakthrough was coming. And then here we are, discouraged, facing another battle, facing another challenge. Let's just read the, the rest of the verse. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but Elohim's. The battle's not yours, but Elohim's. <laughs> it's not your battle. It's God's battle. Okay, so let's just talk about ownership right now. Come on. Let's talk about ownership. You know, uh, are you taking ownership in this battle? Or are you going to cast your cares onto him? Cast your cares onto Yahovah. He cares for you. He's going to give you the ability to break through. Oh, I'm encouraged. Yep, I've been resting. I've been in his word. Oh, thank you, Father. You are able. You are able. And we've all been there. We've all been, you know, look, I, I'm not necessarily, look, I don't deal afraid. No, I don't I don't really walk in fear. Uh, 
I'm not really afraid because I've seen angels rescue me. I've seen angels stand up and deliver me when people have tried to kill me. I'm, I'm not walking in fear. I've got too many testimonies in the area of fear. I've learned how to take a big deep breath and trust in my God. Never forget one day, you know, in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, I had a store there and I got a call from uh, my manager in the store. She called up. She said, Kenny, we've got one of the members of staff. He's threatening to kill us. And this guy's so dangerous. I can't fire him. He'll kill me. This is too dangerous. You have to come and fire him. It's, you know, it's your responsibility. I'm like, glory, glory, hallelujah. So I jump on a flight from Charlotte, North Carolina. I go over to Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I walk into the store the next morning. I walk in. And there's my manager, full of fear, totally afraid. I walked in. I said, hey, what's going on? She said, oh, I'm so glad you're here. We're all full of fear. You know, this is not a good situation. He's writing bad things on computers, swear words, and, you know, things like kill, death, all that type of stuff. I'm like, okay, I want you and all the staff to go into the disabled toilet and lock the door for 10 minutes and if you don't hear from me in 10 minutes dial 911 and call the police and say that there's there's a, a huge problem in the store okay so they all go off and this is a big store you know it's not a small store you know they go off into the disabled toilet they lock the doors then I'm walking through the store trying to find this individual and I come to the first computer and it's got swear words on it you know and I delete the swear words on that computer. I walk to the next computer, do the same. And then I walk, I'm at the back of the store, then there he is. And I'm like, oh, praise the name of Yeshua. I'm glad he's only four foot two and some skinny, skinny little guy that's 96 years old with a walking stick. This is not going to be difficult to deal with. No, I'm just joking. That's not what he was like. What is he? He's a wrestler. He's a semi-professional wrestler. He's like six foot six. He's built like a brick house, you know? Oh, hallelujah. This is who I'm coming to deal with. I've never met the guy. I don't know what he looks like. I walk straight up to him and I, I, I call him by name. I said, listen, I'm the owner of this store and I've come to escort you off the premises. You know, you are leaving right now. And he looks at me and he says, who do you think you are? Yeah? You think you can mess with me? And I look him straight back in the face. And you know, I've been praying in the spirit flying all the way to Albuquerque. And I look at him in the face. And I said, you have no idea who you're messing with. But if you just want to try and find out who I am, you think I would come up here and confront you like this if I didn't have the ability to take you out right here, right now? I said, you don't want to find out who I am. So let's just... Let's just do this the right way. We're both going to turn around and walk out this store because you're leaving and this is my premises. Have you got you got this clear? He's like, okay. <laughs> I'm this tiny little guy. He's this, you know. We turn around. I'm telling you what, walking out from the back of that store all the way to the front of that store, it was that entire time frame, those few minutes that it took or three minutes or whatever to get that whole distance felt like forever 
But in the midst of it, you've got the enemy saying, you better be afraid. This guy's going to turn around. He's going to smack you one. Man, he's going to take you out. This is a dangerous guy. He's going to break your neck. He's, he's going he's to slash you with a knife. All these. So this is what the enemy's saying. This is what's happening in the midst of this situation. So what am I doing? I'm not going to listen to the enemy. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to pray in the Spirit under my breath. And I'm going to focus on Yehovah. We are walking out this store. We walk all the way down to the door. I open up the door. I can't remember which way. Well, probably in. <laughs> I open up the door. This guy walks out. As soon as he steps over the threshold of the store onto the street in the mall, he, he looks at me in the eye. He said, I am going to kill you. I'm going to get my gun. I'm coming back to kill you. I said, okay, that's fine. On you go. You go get your gun. I'm going to be right here. I'm not leaving. I'll be right here waiting for you. On you go. I'm, I'm going to be right here waiting for you. Oh, man, this guy gets out. He gets in his, his pickup truck, and he's got one of those souped-up pickup trucks with a manual, must be a manual gearbox, because he's revving that thing up, wheels spinning it like crazy. The smoke is all over the place. and He's raving mad. Man, this guy is losing it. And he rips out of the mall car park, high speed, tires screaming, smoke everywhere, you know. I'm like, hallelujah, this is a great day. This is a great day of victory. I'm not going to be afraid, hallelujah, because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Why? We are strong enough in Messiah. This is not about self-pride. This is not about what you can do, what I can do. We are strong enough in Messiah. So I, I tell the staff, you can all come out. Everything's great, but we need to call the police. We need to call security. We need to get some things set up here because this guy is coming back. And that's exactly what happened. He came back and, uh, you know, we alerted security as he came in. Uh, you know, you, you should have seen all the staff. They're all like, oh, boy, he's coming back. Oh, he's coming back. How can I cope? How am I going to get? I'm like, it's okay. Everything's going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. We, I said, I trust in God. This is an opportunity to be a witness and a testimony to those around you. I trust in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's the one who delivered the children of Israel out from the hands of Pharaoh. Do you think he can't deliver us from this crazy nutcase? He can deliver us. When he came back in, we alerted security. The police went boom to go get him. Then they end up in this freeway, high-speed car chase and all that type of stuff. He ends up getting arrested, you know, and he was carrying an arm. He was carrying arms. He was coming back to cause damage. But anyway, straight to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> We've got to know how to stand in the midst of the challenges of life. And, you know, so sometimes we've got to get out the way. The Father says, get out the way. Other times the Father says, you know, you stand and you will see my deliverance. It's time for testimonies. So we don't have to shrink back in the midst of the challenges and the things that we are facing. Tomorrow, march down against them. You know, this is what this scripture is talking about to Jehoshaphat. What's he saying? Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged because, because of this vast army. 
And this is what happens when we're in the midst of the battle. Everything becomes bigger. You know, look at those ten that went into uh, the land of Canaan to search the land. Oh, we were as grasshoppers in the land. And Joshua and Caleb are like, oh yeah, we might have been, but oh, hallelujah, we are strong in Yehovah. We have the word of the Lord. We have the word of Elohim. So what's the word in your life, in the midst of your situation? What's the word that you need for the breakthrough within your life? And you know, today I'm just pressing in, and I'm just like feeling like fatigue, feeling like... Oh, you know, just pressing in. Am I going to make it? Am I going to get through this? And, you know, I just, I'm not going to focus on these things. I'm going to focus in his presence. We're going to focus in his presence because our God is able. He is able to do what he said he will do. I'm trying to find the book of Mark and I'm like way into Corinthians there so I need to go back a little. He is able to do what he said he will do. So what are you going to do? We have got to align ourselves and know that God is faithful. Oh, I'm telling you. You know, even if it brings you to the place of just weeping. Now I have deliverance. Now I have breakthrough because I understand that my God is faithful. I don't see the victory right now, but my God is faithful. He will take me through. He will take me through in the midst of everything that I am facing. Hallelujah. He is a great God. He's a righteous king. He is ruler over everything. Good time to put your thumbs up. Good time to say hallelujah in the chats or something right now. Just, you know. Just looking at the scripture here. Thank you, Father. He is victory over sickness. He is victory over death. Mark chapter 5. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen. Oh. Sometimes we just got to pause. We just have to pause and we, we just have to shout out. We just have to proclaim. Yes, you are faithful. Yes, you are faithful. I align myself with your word tonight. Today, wherever you're watching, whatever your time zone, I align myself. Yeah, stop looking at the pro. You know, why me? Why do I have to go through this? Why did you have to face this? Why did you have these events in your life? And, you know, this is not what you wanted. You wanted peace. You wanted blessing. What, you know, why have you got the scars that you've got? Why have I got the scars that I've got? Why have we had to go through these things? All things work together for the good of those who are in Yeshua, the Messiah. All things work together. So how are you looking at your situation? How are you looking at your problem? You are strong enough, says Yehovah. (laughs) You're strong enough. Uh, You know, I'm pressing in on this right now because people are being delivered. They're being set free. They're being, you know... 
Father, have your way amongst us right now. Have your way amongst us right now. Let the weak say, I am strong. Because of what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. He is your deliverance. He is your healer. He will set you free. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, look, look, I don't know about you right now, but I'm just in my happy place. I'm in my happy place because I'm in the Word. I'm fellowshipping with my brothers and sisters. I'm listening to what the Holy Spirit's saying. I'm rejoicing. You know, we don't need to start with notes. We just need to start with lifting up his name and just let the Holy Spirit go. Hallelujah. And do his work over sickness and death. Uh, Mark chapter 5, verse 21. When Yeshua had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him um, while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue rulers named Jairus came there. Seeing Yeshua, he fell at his feet and he pleaded earnestly with him, My little daughter is dying. So let's just look at who this guy is. You know, this is Jairus. You know, he's a synagogue ruler. When people get to tough places, you know, even if they don't believe, even if they're, oh, this is crazy. When you start seeing miracles in someone's life, when you start seeing breakthrough, healings and deliverance and transformation, and you face a difficulty in your life, it will drive you back to the presence of Yehovah. And it will bring those who are not of faith into faith because my God is able. Hallelujah. He fell at his feet, verse 23, and pleaded earnestly with him. My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. She's dying. This is not just, oh, she's sick, she's got the common cold. She is dying. So Yeshua went. Yeshua went with him. A large crowd followed. A large crowd. What, you know, what's going on? This is a synagogue ruler. There's a whole crowd. You know, this is public. Yeshua's walking in the streets doing signs, wonders, and miracles. A large crowd. followed and pressed around him and a woman was there who had a subject of bleeding for 12 years she had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had yet instead of getting better she grew worse so what's the report you're being given right now? I just want to proclaim you are strong enough. There is nothing you are facing, even if you're facing death. There is nothing you are facing that's not uh, uh, too big for God to bring his healing power. The woman was there. She was going through this problem for 12 years. She spent all her money on all the doctors. And she's getting worse. 
When she heard about Yeshua, she came up behind him. Why? Because she was unclean. She didn't want to be recognized because the religious would beat her up. They would tell her, what do you think you're doing, woman? Where are you going, woman? You're unclean. When she heard about Yeshua, she came up behind him in the, in the crowd and she touched his, it says his cloak, it touched the hem. It, she touched his tzitzi because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, you know, I will be healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering immediately. Oh, I'm just fanning into flame what the Spirit of Yehovah is saying. I speak supernatural healing over you right now. If you're sick, I don't care what level your sickness is at. Maybe you're so sick, it is unto death. We stand in the gap with you right now. We say to cancer, we say to tumors, we say to whatever the reports of the enemy is saying, your sickness is getting worse. That's in, in the world system, but we just proclaim supernatural healing over your life right now. By his stripes you are healed. Just proclaim your healing right now. Why? Because my God is able and he heals today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You will live and, and not die and proclaim the promises of Yehovah. And I'm speaking from a person who's faced death on quite a number of occasions and seen the supernatural deliverance. When you've done all... <coughs> When you just get to the place and say, God, I just surrender. I give up. I've been there. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to face death. I know what it's like to be in the place to know there is not nothing in the natural can be done. This is the end of the end. And God is able. He delivered me in a drowning experience in the the red in the red sea supernaturally delivered me from the place of drowning he is able how did he do it man i had an open vision of my uh, gravestone kenny russell died in the red sea with the egyptians all of a sudden I realized I didn't come to Israel to die in the Red Sea with the Egyptians. And this supernatural power came upon me. The ability of the Spirit. He empowered me. You know, he gave me his breath because I had no breath. He gave me his ability because I had no ability. And I came up in the water and somehow supernaturally I was able to clear the water out of my lungs. And 15 minutes later, I was on dry ground. My God is able. My God is able. Then the next day, I nearly died of dry drowning. And an angel pulls me out of bed, slaps me around the face, and I hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, you nearly died, you have water in your lungs. <laughs> I'm like, well, why didn't you heal me? Go to hospital. Well, you know, why don't you heal me? Go to hospital. I don't want to go to hospital. I want to experience your healing power. He is the healer. He is our deliverer. He will take us even from death's door. Hallelujah. So this woman who was bleeding 
was supernaturally healed. She touched the hem of his garment. Hallelujah. Immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. And we release uh, freedom from suffering right now in Yeshua's name. Receive his healing power. At once Yeshua realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? Who touched me? You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you can ask, Who touched me? Like everyone's touching you, everyone's around you. You can hardly press through in the crowd with the bodyguard disciples. But Yeshua kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. I touched you. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Be freed from your suffering. Go in peace, be freed from your suffering. You know, as I'm just going over this portion of Scripture, you know, we've got to get to that place of intercessory prayer. Now, I've been standing in the gap praying for Brad Scott. I don't know if any of you know Brad. Uh, He just posted on his um, uh, newsletter or whatever, he posted that he went from stage 2 to stage 4 cancer where the tumor in his brain is now the size of a lemon. Well, we just want to come together in Yeshua's name and we curse that tumor. We say this is the day of your deliverance. And, you know, when we get to the end, Father, we ask for a mighty move of your spirit to bring supernatural healing over Brad Scott right now. We curse this cancer. We say, go in Yeshua's name. We say to that tumor, shrivel up and die in the name of Yeshua. We proclaim life over you, Brad, right now in Yeshua's name. We proclaim this is the hour of your supernatural deliverance. You will live and not die and proclaim the promises of Yehovah. But you know, it's okay to get to that place where you think I've done all I can do. Then it's up to Yehovah. God has to do it. And that's where Brad's at right now. God's got to do it. He has to do it. There's nothing the doctors can do. There's nothing man can do. He is faithful. He is able. So we proclaim, by his stripes you are healed, Brad. In Yeshua's name, we stand in the gap for you together and we proclaim your healing right now in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Be freed from your suffering. While Yeshua was still speaking, some men came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler. Your daughter's dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Oh, can you believe it? Yeshua, you know, if you didn't stop, if you weren't dealing with this woman and and her miracle, I would have had my miracle. And now I've missed my miracle. Now my daughter is dead. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Your daughter's dead. 
Verse 36, ignoring what they said, Yeshua told the synagogue ruler, do not be afraid, just believe. When you face the bad news, when you face that place, you know, He loves his daughter. He's willing to stand up in public. He's willing to plead. He's willing to get to that place where he's pleading earnestly with the Messiah. My little daughter, my little daughter's dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. Ignoring what they said, Yeshua told the synagogue ruler, Don't be afraid, just believe. He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the house, he said, he said to the people, Stop, you know, look, this is a road that not everybody can walk. This is the line. You know, you, you can only walk this next stage if you believe. You can only walk this next... Look, I don't want any doubt and unbelief walking in the environment of my miracle. I need a miracle right now. So any doubt and unbelief, you've got to stay out. You can't come this next part of the journey. When they came to the house of the synagogue ruler, Yeshua saw a commotion with people crying and wailing aloud. He went in and he said to them, why all the commotion and wailing? The child is not dead but asleep. And they laughed at him. Like, how dare you? How what are you talking about? Well, you think we don't know what death is? The child is not dead but asleep. After he put them out, he says, get out. Go on, get out. He took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went to where the child was he took her by the hand and he said to her Talitha cum which means little girl little girl I say to you get up immediately the girl stood up and walked around she was 12 years old at this, they were completely astonished. Hallelujah, he is able. My God is able. Even in the midst of people's fear, even in the midst of people's doubt, we can stand in the promises of Yehovah. We can proclaim his word and see the victory. And the very people who were laughing just a few moments ago, now they're astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this and told him to give her something to eat. What an incredible story. Don't be afraid, just believe. Don't be afraid, just believe. You are strong enough. What are you going through? This is not time for a nervous breakdown. This is not time for you to fall apart. This is not time for you to feel like you've gone where you think there is no other place to go. Let me tell you something. It is time to rise up. Arise and shine for the light has come and the glory of Yehovah has risen upon you. Arise and shine for the light has come. The glory of Yehovah 
The glory of God is risen upon you. You can do this. So no matter what you face, no matter what you go through, my God is able. My God is able. You are strong enough because he is strong enough. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Look, when, you, when you're in tough places, when you're... All the rest of the stuff means nothing. It means nothing. We just need a miracle. We just need a breakthrough. We just need to see our God take authority in the midst of the battle to bring us through in the midst of the battle. He is able. I'm preaching to me too. I'm living this. I'm walking in this. All right? I'm walking this. This is how I deal with battles. I'm just sharing with you how I'm dealing with the battles that I'm going through right now. What are we going through right now? You know, we just found out that, you know, we've been dealing with uh, uh, some uh, fraud event on our credit card processing terminal system uh, on our website on Bulldozer Faith. Someone somehow was able to test getting close to a hundred thousand cards to see what cards are good what cards are bad and over a hundred thousand of those that were tested put charges against our accounts where we now have uh, bills for tens of thousands of dollars from our uh, credit card processing companies and they're saying it's going to take weeks to sort out and they're telling us we're not having a refund and we have to pay the money they're locking us up. They're taking money out of our banks. Well, what we've done is we've had to we've had to stop those uh, companies from being able to pull on our bank accounts. So we keep our bank accounts because they've taken all the money that we have. They're taking all the money on hold that's meant to be paid to us. They've stopped all money coming to us because of this fraudulent attack, and it's put us in the place where we don't have the ability to pay the bills at the end of the month. But you know what? My God is able. So what do we do in the midst of all of this? Huh. Devil, is that it? Is that, is that what you think? You know, you think this is it? This is what you're going to do? This is how you think you're going to break us? My God is able. He is able. And through all the resources and everything we need by the end of the month, I just proclaim right now, my God is able. I stand upon his word. He can carry us through. So right now, you can't give to us through our credit card processing, only PayPal. If anyone wants to support the ministry, that's great. You can do that through PayPal um, or by sending check to the addresses which you see above in our description of this message tonight. Uh, we've got it all written up there because people are asking, like, how do we give? If you are on monthly donations and you've got a, a system set up to give to us monthly, don't worry because we've put the whole system onto test mode so that means that that no payments will go through we will contact you and we will ask you if you can make this month's donation via PayPal because we are not drawing money from your banks we are stopping it going through to our merchant uh, bank system uh, 
to support us. I believe that we're going to see an incredible miracle at this time. This is the hour of a miraculous outpouring of the Spirit. So I'm not in fear. I believe. I know that he is able. (laughs) You know, I know that he is able. He can do it. He can uh, accomplish what needs to get done. We stand upon his promises. And what are you going through? What are you facing? What What's the Father saying to you today in this word? What's he ministering to you? Is he giving you a word? Uh, is he ministering to you? Then just stand on his promises. Because no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. God is faithful and just. He will give you the strength to stand up under it. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. You might not be taken away from this situation, but what will you have? You will have the ability for relief. You will have the power to be able to bear the testing of the things that you are in. My God is able. You are strong enough. You are strong enough in Messiah. We can do it because we're walking in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Well, I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word today. I hope, listen, be encouraged. You know, let's just stand in his presence. That This is time for us to see the victory of Yehovah. If you've got a testimony, if the Father's ministering to you, if you've got prayer requests, uh, there's my email, kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Just write to me. I want to hear what the Father is doing. He is able. Listen, if you want to give to the ministry, this is a good time to do it. (laughs) It's a very good time to do it. But, you know, no pressure. We just, look, Father, do what you need to do to deal with what's going on. I, I trust him. You know, I'm not I'm not doing an appeal, not doing a stuff. I'm just, I trust him. He is able. He can do it. We're going to look back and see the miracle of how the Father is going to bring us through this. <laughs> so what if the mountains don't move? Wasn't that what we just did before? <laughs> Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, that you are drilling us in the Word, that you are discipling us in the Scripture, that you are bringing us to the place <laughs> where Devil, you can try anything you like. You can try anything you like. But I am going to stand on your word. My God is able. We're strong enough in him. We're born of the spirit. We're not living as the world lives. Hallelujah. So, you know, if you want to put some thumbs up right now, if you're on Facebook or on YouTube, do that. If you're on YouTube, listen, subscribe to the channel. You'll get alerts every time we come on. Um, but, you know, let, let's just stand together, you know. Let's stand together and see the victory of Yeshua. I am so blessed and encouraged, and I hope you are too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, listen. We're just going to we're going to stop right now. We have prayed for the sick. If you've been healed, if we're if we've prayed and you've been healed, I want to hear your testimony. If the Father's speaking to you right now, giving you a word, I want to hear the word. Write to us, email us. Let's let's pray. If you need prayer, send me your phone number, tell me what time zone you're in. You know, sometimes it's difficult trying to get calls out. You know, for the whole last week or so, we haven't really been able to make any calls. But you keep pressing forward. Send your phone number. We will get to the calls. We'll get there eventually. It might take us a bit of time. 
what does it say? Call upon the name of Yahovah. You know, call on Yahovah. But if you want me to pray and for us to stand with you, we are here to do that. And if you're delayed and waiting for me to call, you've been asking, I apologize. But just bear with us. We will get to uh, the phones and get those calls made. It's quite difficult in different time zones, but we'll get there. Hallelujah. Okay, shalom, shalom, shabbat shalom for those of you who are still in the Sabbath. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for uh, standing with us today and being with us. I just want to give you a link before I go, before I check out. Hold on one second. And that is to our uh, Bulldoze of Faith intercession section. And the reason we've got this area here is if you're on Facebook, you can go into this area and people can pray for each other. So you don't necessarily have to wait for me or for me to pray. We've got a, a bunch of believers that are, you know, excited about ministering and sharing and communicating with people and ministering to the body. We are the body. We need each other. It's not about what one man can do. We are the body of Yehovah. So let's stand together and see the victory of Yeshua. This is your hour. So join the intercessory prayer group. The link is there above. Just join that group. Um, you have to wait to uh, be invited in. We look at what people are coming in. Uh, you know, just the vet who is coming into that group. We also, uh, you know, it's a place where you can pray. Uh, you can put private requests that other people can't see. It's not public. And, you know, we need that type of environment for some types of prayers and things that we are going through. So anyway, Shabbat Shalom. Thank you very much for joining with us. I'll just give a shout out to B. Good to see you. We've got Brandon. Good to see you. Uh, Sandy, uh, Sandra, good to see you, Sandra. Thanks for joining with us. Who else have we got in here? We've got uh, Darcy. Thanks for joining. Um, we've got uh, Padre. Thanks for, for joining. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Dixie, North Carolina. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Ricardo in Brazil. Hey, Ricardo. Blessings, Pastor Ricardo. Good to see you. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> Uh, we've got Jeff as well. Good to see you. All right, guys. Have a blessed rest of your day or blessed evening or morning for those who are in Australia. Uh, oh, yeah. Didn't I see Shelly in there as well? I think I saw you back there somewhere. Blessings, Shelly. Thanks for joining with us as well. We've got Lola there as well. Yep. Okay. Well, listen, have a blessed day. Press in in the Messiah. Remember, you are strong enough. You can get through no matter what you face. This is the hour of seeing the faithfulness of a mighty God. He is able. Hallelujah. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Shalom. Shalom.